0: With me now for the scripture today, it is Transfiguration Sunday, and in the Gospels we have different readings of the same diff- event, different understandings, perspectives, if you will. And for today, we're going to be sharing with you Mark nine two through nine. So here are these words: Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter. And James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves and he was transfigured before them and his clothes became dazzling white such as no one on earth could bleach them and there appeared to them Elijah with Moses who were talking with Jesus and then Peter said to Jesus rabbi It is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. And then a cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud there came uh, a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, When they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to pray with me. Today, Lord... Open our eyes to be able to see your glory. Open our hearts so that your glory shines in them as well and that your glory shines out. Open our ears so that we may hear your voice in spite of my own and may we live into what your glory means for us. We pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory. You know, this week in the newsletter, uh, I I wrote the actual biblical definition for glory, and there's different kinds of glory, and glory came to my mind for different things that we talk about. Oh, I thought about old glory, you know, the, the flag, and I, I thought about, you know, a, a movie called Glory, which was about the the first regiment of African-American folks who served in the Union Army, and what they had ultimately given was they gave their own lives for a cause that was very dear to them. And I thought I started thinking about the difference between glory that maybe we think about when we see stars on television, or maybe even a Football player in a football game, and yes, I do dearly love football, and I will be watching this evening. But I dearly love the Lord so much more. And the glory of the Lord is so much more important. We sometimes forget how glorious our Lord truly is. And I started thinking about glory. You know, when we talk about glory, we had the big pillar of fire that led the Israelites out of Egypt, and they followed that. And when Moses hid his face so he could not see the God passing by, right, he still got to enter in and feel and and see the light, the glory of the Lord as the Lord passed by. But when I jump a little bit and jump to when Jesus came into this earth and I, I think about the glory of the Lord that shone about him when the angels had come to the fields to the least of these to let the shepherds know that something good Better than good, something great had happened. And Jesus had been born a Savior, a Messiah. And they got to go visit and they got to see the angels, the hosts of angels and the glory of the Lord shown about them. And then the star, the light that brought the Magi, the beginning of Epiphany, a white Sunday. By the the way, this is the last Sunday in Epiphany, a white Sunday. The transfiguration of the Lord. When the Lord transfigures before those disciples. When Moses and Elijah come and speak with the Lord side by side. Now, if I would have been those disciples, I, could, I can't blame them. I wouldn't have known what to do either. Even, even though they had been in the company of Jesus for a while now, to see something like that, this light that comes and shines out of this person that I'm following, where his clothes turn bleach white. And you got to remember They didn't have washing machines, folks. They didn't even have a ringer washer. You know, things weren't white. If you're over there long enough, you can feel it's almost like a a talc or a powder that builds up on you throughout the day. And and it's, it's dry. There's a dust. Why? Because it only rains 13 days a year. So nothing is white over there. It might be light, but it's not white. But this, Jesus changes. Imagine that. Imagine being in his presence when this happens. Now imagine not knowing what to do other than you want to be inviting, you want to be welcoming, and you want to please the Lord, so you offer to build him three tents so they can all stay, so they can all be with each other. Imagine those moments. Now imagine coming down off this mountain after Elijah and Moses disappear and Jesus changes back to his normal human figure where the glory isn't shining out of him any longer. And Jesus says to them, now, don't tell anybody about this until the Son of Man has finished what he's needed to do. Well, do you think the disciples understood that? No. And you'll hear time and time again throughout Lent, these disciples had no clue. Even the week that Jesus dies, they had no clue. Even Easter morning, resurrection morning, they have no clue what is about to happen. And when Jesus ascends, they have no clue what's about to happen. When Pentecost comes, they have no clue. It's probably a good thing. Because I'm not a future teller or anything like that, and I know you all aren't either. Because if we all knew and understood what the future held, perhaps we wouldn't be that excited. But you know what? I do know what the future holds. I know that someday... I'm going to pass from this world to the next and I am going to live into that glory of the Lord Jesus Christ because he died for you and he died for me. And the invitation that he died to make was that we all follow him and believe that he is the Messiah. And when we believe that with our whole heart, you know what happens? Our hearts transform. They transfigure. And we go from an eternal life from eternal damnation to an eternal life of being in the glory of Lord from that moment on. We don't have to wait till we pass from this world to the next. We are presently in the kingdom of God here. And now but we have something to look forward to in the yet to come that's exciting you see those disciples they weren't catching on to that at that point oh they got to see a little glimpse of future glory that's for sure we get little glimpses from the scriptures too of what future glory is And when I get to look at each of your faces, I know that I'm looking into the face of God. you know how I know? Because I know that we are all created in the image of God. You and me. Those of us who are tiny. Those of us who are young at heart. Those of us who are somewhere in between. You see, that's a little glimpse into the glory of what we are about to see in the days to come. Jesus says that we're to keep quiet. Or the disciples were to keep quiet until his time had come. Well, the time is here and now. And if you're counting yourself as a disciple, we're supposed to be talking about Jesus. We're supposed to be talking about the glory that he brought to this earth and to this life, this life that we receive. And I realize that life is hard. It's hard for me too sometimes. Sometimes we get overwhelmed. And that's what Lent reminds us of. Especially this this Wednesday when we are reminded that we are yet but dust. And to dust we shall return. But God, hmm, God took that dust and he breathed into it life. And from that life we all have life. Right? Right? Well, that's something pretty glorious if you ask me. So whether we transfigure and change here, most importantly, I want you to transfigure and change here in your hearts, in your mind, and know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you today for the love of Jesus Christ, for the glory that's shown about him, for a reminder that God had said, this is my son. Listen to him. Follow him. Do what he asks you to do. Sometimes, oh Lord, I, n- I know that that's hard. It's hard for me sometimes. And I know it's hard for others sometimes. But I also know that we, as a family of God, are made for a time such as here and now to be able to hold each other up and to live into what Jesus has for each other. So, Lord, as we prepare ourselves. For a time such as this, as we continue to shape us and as you continue to mold us as the potter, Lord, we will be preparing to come and lay those burdens down at the foot of the cross. So Lord, let your glory shine. Way back then, today, and forever. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.